Hey, hey friends. friends. It's Davion. It's Bruce. And this, this is, is Oh, oh that's, that's My, my gay, gay Friend. friend. Hey guys, this is episode number technically ten. Well, no, but it's this really is week nine. Ten, but it's episode. It's nine. episode nine because there was no episode last week. Well, we're gonna get into that. So, hi, husband. How are you? I'm good, husband. How are you? I am well. I am well. I'm glad to be back with the friends. I'm glad that we have. It's, yeah, a week off is a week too. A long. week off that wasn't supposed to be that. So, friends, we're. A fully transparent podcast here And we have talked about all sorts of things So just to let you guys know We recorded an amazing episode It was actually a really good episode last week Really good And it was supposed to drop per usual on Friday So you can listen to it But we fucked up (laughs) (laughs) We didn't fuck up The situations of things happen and our laptop we have a new laptop now so yeah. things are happening so we're moving and shaking we're moving and shaking with the times we're in yes. 2022 we left our old laptop back in 2011 well, we got <laughs> it um so we have the capabilities right so just know we heard you guys a lot of you guys were emailing us and also sending us dms to oh that's my gay friend on ig so we understand so we apologize that we didn't have last week's episode up but we're going to cover all that and then some this week so you guys ready you guys know buckle up what time it is get your cock tell ready and tonight our choice is we are uh, well. We're having two separate cocktails tonight. Yes, so you want to tell the people what you're having? I'm having a nice crisp Riesling wine, a white wine. Looks pretty. It's very pretty. What are you having? I am having a dying bastard, which Rest is in peace. The, yes, my mule. You know, so it's it's amazing. And of course, Miss Ginger Ale is there, but it's Isn't her twisted sister. It's her twisted sister that is Ginger Ale with lemonade. So this is going to be an amazing situation. So I'm excited for you. All right, friends, raise your glass. Here we go. Clink, 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 clink. In your eyes, in your eyes, in your clink, eyes. Clink, 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 clink. All right. Let's go. All right. All right. So let's start this shit off. We That was cute. We made the people wait long enough. We made them wait. So, husband, how was your week? And last week. <laughs> right. So my week this week was much better than last week. A full disclosure, last week I kind of spiraled. I suffer from anxiety. It got the best of me. Last towards the end of last week, I got the monkeypox virus because I have been or the vaccine. vaccine. You better clear that Jesus. up. <laughs> clear that all the Knock way. on wood. Yes. Knock on wood. I got the monkeypox vaccine the way your eyes shot at me. I was like, what did I say? <laughs> but I got the vaccine at the end of the week last week because i was spent the entire week spiraling reading everything on twitter getting all the information about it and realizing that it's not only a virus that you can get sexually right you basically can get it from just being alive similar to covid touching saliva talking too closely to someone touching something or a surface that someone else with the pox touched and rubbed off so i kind of you know went into hibernation and worried myself sick and long story short got the vaccine both of us at the end of last week so this week was much better okay much better for me and my mental how about you that's good i'm glad to hear that so yes last week we got the vaccine um last week i also went to san francisco for the 
annual Dory Alley Leather Kink Fest. Um, that was amazing. Great time. And a lot of people made some new connection with new friends. Met an old friend. Went solo. Had an amazing time. It was really, really good. And this week is just moving along. And it's really good. I'm really excited tonight because, you know, we just watched Big Brother and the bitch went home. So that's not part of our conversation right now, but it's part of why I'm happy. <laughs> so, okay. but amazing weight went to the gym a couple times this week and had really good workouts. And, you know, I, I feel rejuvenated. I love going to different festivals, different events and things I'm really interested in. I'm really into the letter scene and community now. Okay. And so that was amazing and fun. So I had a good time. That's good. I'm glad that you enjoyed yourself. Um, I didn't go because that's your thing, not my thing. We can be married and have two separate things. Just right. FYI for people out there, okay. when you get married, you don't have to lose yourself exactly. and you don't have to take on the things that your spouse enjoy. Some things aren't for everybody. Right. Because like, you're a gamer. You're a big gamer. Yeah. And I tried it. It's not really my thing. Um, I Perfectly stopped. Fine. Like, I, as even as a kid, a teenager, I was never really a video guy. I, and I yeah. did. If I did play a video game, it was racing <laughs> or Mario. You know, but you, you like the Mortal Kombat. You like to see people splines, splines and shit out their body. And, and things I like of that to sort. have fun. Um, but yeah, it's just certain things we do come together and enjoy together and some things we don't right which is perfectly fine for me while you were gone i indulged in bubble baths i got high every day i sat outside and cloud watched it was fabulous it's amazing 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 time. i listened to the new beyonce i did too so honey honey with pure honey miss honey miss honey, honey, miss honey. honey. <laughs> okay so Real quick, I know you're not the biggest Beyonce fan. So let's clear up a rumor. Let's clear up a misunderstanding. Well, let's establish the rumor first. So let's go ahead and you can go ahead and continue what you're going to say. Okay. So I've been a Beyonce appreciator. I'm not crazy and delusional like some fans of her are. It. I think that she's an amazing performer, a great entertainer. But as far as albums go and music, she has great hits. But I've never thought of a Beyonce album as like iconic or musical brilliance. But I will go on record as to saying this Renaissance album is musical brilliance. It's her best album, in my opinion, if you think about just a cohesive album. I'm not talking about singles and hits and songs every other. No, For like a work of art from track one to track 16 this album is brilliant okay so thank you for allowing me my moment to clear up this beyonce rumor that people think i have against her or some ploy plot whatever have you so i was a major destiny child fan like the biggest fanatic that was high school for me i we're all the same age group so from the beginning been a fan cut to her first album, second, I was a fan. Had even had the DVD of her at Wilmington. Like I, I was a very big Beyonce fan. I'm not a fanatic, but everyone knows who my queen blueprint is, Janet. So, in some years after she became Beyonce, became Beyonce, she started to do some things that I wasn't too happy with as an artist. And you were pulling from people, and you're not giving people the credit and mm. X, Y, and Z. And also, I felt like there were other artists who they were. 
who should have been back and should have been bigger and they were just kind of just steamrolling with her you know so cut to then you know she had albums her last album that i liked was four really like i love four like four is an amazing four album is an amazing like album. i play it a lot people don't Slept know about and so then it became this thing where friends and people who i knew were like you know i started to give different opinions about things and just call out the obvious then i'm a hater and i'm you know you just Janice up, Janice over, blah, blah, blah. It's like, she can never be over, that's the blueprint. However, so now, I hadn't listened to Lemonade or, I think the last album I actually listened to was, we were in San Francisco and it was <laughs> um, my birthday and it was Partition or, or what's the, the album? Beyonce album. That Beyonce. So that came out with Blow, that was my song. And so we did that whole thing. So I haven't listened to any other albums. So this album came out, Break My Soul was the first single. We went to San Francisco again, yes. fell in love with it, and I was like, I'm going to give it a chance. I agree with you. I'm not going to say it's her best album, but very cohesive and very much like indicative to really good music. I feel like she's a grown woman now, and she's talking about grown people's shit, and I can relate to it. This shit that she's saying, and I'm that girl, like, I feel just changed girl to boy. Like, everything she was saying, I, I believe mm. all that shit. Like, I, that's my life. And my tracks are, I'm that girl, cozy. You can hit me with Cuff It. You know, Break yes. My Soul is cool. Church Girl is... I'm starting to like Church Girl a little bit. And really... Oh, Virgo's Groove? Yo, when I was out there in San Francisco, I was bumping that shit the whole time I was out there. And then also, I appreciate Summer Renaissance. You know, so... Yeah. I'm, appreciative, I'm appreciative of her album. I'm, I'm happy for her. There was some issue with Khalees, right? That whole energy situation. Yeah, I'm so. not too familiar about what song or what the problem was so maybe you can break that down for me let me give you the breakdown first i'm gonna tell you my favorite tracks cuff it energy church girl is actually my favorite it reminds me of old school kanye with the sample okay it i mean the clark sister she samples the clark sisters with a house beat and she makes you twerk your ass like is that what that is yes Oh, I'd see. I'd like see. it, it is genius. It's brilliant. The reason why I say that this is her best album because I can see, I can hear artistry. Mm -hmm. It doesn't sound like, you know, a song, songs that she wants to go to number one. It doesn't sound like a formula. It sounds like a mixture of so many different things, so many black things. It sounds like black disco. It sounds yes. like black house. And I don't mean to say black before these things because they all started with the black people. Right. Black people started this music. And of course it was taken and co-opted by other people, but it sounds like Donna Summer. It sounds oh, like Sylvester. It sounds like, like these, like it, it gives you so many things other than just house, but it gives you like a story and a history of dance through a black perspective. But you know what the gag is? Kelly Rowland's been doing this already. Oh gosh. Kelly's been doing with command like command. I'm just saying Kelly's but Commander been, was not black. Commander was But what I'm saying is she's, she's been but she has stepped in the lane. She was doing it, but I'm saying like she had started to do the house stuff and everything and has really big hits and songs. I mean, yeah. So other, I'm just saying other people were doing this for a long time. Right. Like Tiana Taylor worked that pussy was just out and it was the All shit room and it was the shit yeah so beyonce has it is not in reinventing the wheel she's just 
she's fine-tuned it and made it all cohesive and given you a body of work not just one song here one song there which i can appreciate she's dedicating an entire album to this vision where other people just like one song for the summer this you know put this song here that goes with the you know the rest of the album that doesn't necessarily have the same vibe okay but she's dedicating 16 tracks which is commendable and respectable and honestly not too many people have the cachet to do that record labels won't let too many people have one specific sound very like this is a very this is not a universal sound but there's controversy which what you're saying because people that the ballroom scene from people who i've watched videos from are kind of upset that she didn't include certain people into this or people that were consulted or these artists who are doing this who have been doing this for a long time mm -hmm. and so I've seen a couple of videos from very legendary cast members and of these the ballroom scene in these houses, and they talk about you know you are taken from us. Like you come in for a moment, you see legendary, and they're saying like we hope we don't have these mimic uh, amateur vulgars want to choreographers want to do Vogue now. Want to and it's like you can't. It's just the, it's the moment now, but we we've been here for a long time. We've been here doing this thing, and so great artists come in to want to acknowledge, like Madonna did it. Madonna did it with Vogue, you know, and that whole song. But then people started to that's when, as we saw with Pose, it started to become a little commercial. And I think Ballroom now is starting to get on the commercial side. Oh, absolutely. And so it was just interesting hearing people who probably were Beyonce fans or are Beyonce fans in the ballroom scene, but they were having some type of reaction to all this. So, but again, not to take away from what, what you're saying and also what she did. And I love how the tracks just flow into each other and seamlessly. it's just seamlessly. And, you know, it's just a good situation. I, I rocked it out. Like I said, my favorite songs um, at the gym today. So, you know, it's a good, no, it's yeah, a good thing. Me too, when I walked. But real quick, the issue with Khalees, at the end of Energy, the very end, there's an interpolation of Milkshake by Cleese. Like, if you miss it, you're not crazy because it's literally the tiniest snippet. The only thing, it was the La 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 uh, from the Milkshake song at the very end of Energy before it goes into Break My Soul. Mm -hmm. Now, again, it wasn't a verse from Cleese. It was mainly the beat that they used and just her la-las. But Beyonce credited uh, the Neptunes, Chad and Pharrell, but also credited Khalees. Now, she didn't necessarily have to credit Khalees because it was the beat portion of the song, which was created by Pharrell and right. Chad, the Neptunes. But Beyonce, I think, being generous, was like, okay, let me let Sis get this coin too. Because she didn't have to uh, add Khalees to the credit, she didn't reach out to Khalees. So Khalees found out because the credits for each song was released a week before the album came out. So no one heard the songs at all. So Khalees went on IG, expressed how her frustration from being like taken advantage of because she's thinking it was like an actual sample of her voice and, you know, a verse or what, what have you. The song comes out, everyone's like, you actually have to like make your ears bleed to hear the sample. It was that minute. Um, fast forward, Beyonce doesn't respond, but she ends up taking the sample off of the song. 
So if you listen to it now, you won't hear it. I've listened, it's gone. She's taking Kalisa's credit away. Um, left the credit to Chad yeah, and so Pharrell. Um, it, I, I saw Kalisa's point. I definitely saw Kalisa's point because also she had a bad deal with Pharrell and he did her dirty and yes. everyone knows that. So I understood where she was coming from and then when she broke it down and I actually agree with her to a lot of that. And again, because she was having people saying, oh my God, you're on this album. But, you know, at the end of the day, all things are done. You we can't, have a good review. You can't with the please album. everybody. You can't, you can't please the house, the legends, the ballrooms, Kalise. Right. I just, I just hope again we don't have this influx of amateur people who weren't into ballroom trying to do ballroom shit. Like leave it to people who do the ballroom. I personally, I'm not in the ballroom scene. I never really was. I went to different things, but I appreciate it. You know. Mm -hmm. So, but I'm not going going out here trying to duck walk. And trying to shabam oh, and doing all types of things. Of, it know? will be an influx of people similar <laughs> to where it was with Madonna and Vogue right. back in the 90s. It will be that now. It will be a resurgence. I actually saw on Instagram that they're giving classes in North Hollywood. Uh, Voguing classes. Deshaun actually is giving. Um, okay, well that's a legend though. That, that's a legend. Like He got the kiki. He knows what he's doing. So oh, yeah, he, if he he's giving he's it, doing. that's fine. But if you talking about someone... Becky, no shade to the Beckys, but you talking about Becky who just watched, watched Legendary was like, I can do that. No, you can't. Like, With the TikTok of it all, that will happen. Right. So, so we just it could be Becky to... or it could be Laquanda. <laughs> That's not your thing. If you don't do that, then let the people who do it do it. So let it have its moment. It let will it, come, it, it will go. Nothing new is under the sun at all. So. I think now it's time to probably pay some bills pay some bills and then come back with the reality roundup sounds like a plan to me let's all right. go all right you guys so we are back and now let's go to the reality roundup let's round these bitches up so what's first on the docket First on the docket, we're going to start with some married people. Recently married. On our television screens. Brand spanking <laughs> newly married. Yeah, so married at first sight. Let's be honest. This week's episode was a snoozer. It was a snooze fest. Like, I honestly fought to pay attention and see it through to the end. I did two lines of coke in the bathroom. Like I was like, I need something. <laughs> to keep. I need a bump. Like Come I need on, a bump to keep me up because this is not doing it for me. So, yeah, so let's just get right to this shit. Mitch and Kristen, Mitch has a conversation with her. Yeah. Talks about how he's not attracted to her. Which is crazy because she's gorgeous. Beautiful. Like, the more we interact with her, mm. the more I'm like, yo, you're really that chick. Like, because she not only is she physically pretty, but, like, she's sane. Right. And she's very sweet and... She's just very warm and considerate, which makes her even more attractive. Yeah, I feel like she's a chick that we would meet somewhere and probably be friends with. Absolutely. So, and she is really putting herself out there. Like, you can tell she wants this to work. So transparent. She is like, all right, so, you know, I'm attracted to you sexually. If you want to make a move, I'm all about it. I'm all with it. And then Mitch the Bitch says what? 
Well. <laughs> <laughs> Not the whales. Um, well, uh, well <laughs> before the conversation they had together, he had a conversation with his brother. Over the phone where he was like crying And I'm just not attracted to her Right And he doesn't really give her an explanation As to why he's just saying I hope eventually it will it will come And that attraction will happen Yes um, Which leads me to wonder What is his type? Who is he attracted to? I think it involves dirty feet <laughs> Cankles and like underarm fat we're not body shaming people. There's no shame in it at all. There was nothing I said that was shameful other than what I think is his type. And I think that is his type. I think he wants like a tree hugging, crystal rubbing under your arms kind of chick. No okay. deodorant involved. Just natural. Just a natural, a natural girl. Just a natural beauty. Because he's a natural boy that just wants to love the earth and protect just it. Wants and to love the all earth the and things. protect it. Yes. Um, it's it's a shame. I don't at this point I don't want them to work out because I feel like she deserves so much more. I feel like in this situation <laughs> it's just going to be her second guessing herself. And she's so sharp and confident right now. I would hate to see him slowly chip away at that. Yeah, very true. And I think as we I think what we see is him trying to play out what's in his head but he's doing it in a bad way and what i mean by that is he's having this eternal conversation he thinks okay i'm supposed to have an attraction to her i'm not attracted to her but i'm married so i want to make it work and he's trying to still be the nice guy because he come across as a nice guy my problem was with him when they had the conversation after she mentioned to him like hey you can make a move if you would like to he then goes and say, well, you know, just to be transparent, like, I'm not feeling that connection like that. Not saying it won't happen, but, you know, I'm not feeling that and everything. And so she's still, you see, she's hurt. She's like, well, I'm not going to try to convince you that I'm attractive. And he's like, well, you shouldn't have to convince no one that you're attractive. She's like, I know. <laughs> it's like, I know, dude, thanks. Yeah. But at least, and he doesn't like, he doesn't reassure her or, or it. Or he attempts to reassure her, but it's in a fucked up way where she's like, okay, the guy I'm married to is not attracted to me. I know I'm attractive. I know I'm a good girl, a good person in catch, but you'll see it. You'll find it. Like she kind of like, you'll see it and we'll leave it at that. Cut to couples go out, they do a venture. They have an evening at um, back at their rooms. The next day they go into the venture. So she's like, hey, girls. So all the girls sitting down, sitting around, and they're talking about different things in the marriage. She's like, I, I want to talk to the girls right now, but the guys are here. I want girl time. She said, because there's shit that's going yeah. on that I'm so fucking confused about. She said, I'll fill you in later. I will fill She said, with all the details. Mm -hmm. What we've come to find out is he, that night or the night before, oh, no, the same night he told her he's not attracted to her, he then tries to make a move on her and yeah. starts kissing her and yeah. starts... So it, it probably got hard and shit. After the tequila. After the drinks going on, you got hard, you know, so now you're horny and you want, okay, the, the pussy here, so let's let's do something. And so she's of course she's confused, like what the fuck like do you 
do you want me? Like, what's what's happening here? But I'm glad that she didn't give in. Of course, they made out. She admitted that they made out, but they stopped there. And she vocalized that the reason she stopped was because a few hours earlier, he said that he wasn't attracted to her. Right. So I'm glad that she thinks enough of herself to not say, okay, now he wants me. Let me give it all to him. She said, no. <laughs> a, few, a few hours you weren't attracted keep that same within energy. those few hours you had some drinks so let's keep that same energy yes we can make out because I'm horny and I want to but that's where it stops and I I think that's just so dope because I it don't was. think many people in that situation regardless of male or female would have stuck to their guns like that and really stayed true to how they feel in that moment they would have been like I'm horny fuck let's do it right. but no she was like I'm a woman of honor. I'm a lady of honor. <laughs> I'm a lady. I'm a lady. I'm a lady. She I'm went shenanay on that shit. She went shenanay on it. Um, yeah. So I can't wait for next week to hear about what she feels the girls in on. Like right. if it was something that maybe we aren't privy to as viewers. Oh, absolutely. It's going to be some shit that he probably said and she probably questions him or like, well, dude, where did all this come from? And yeah. he's probably going to be like. What you mean? I didn't say I wasn't not, not attracted to exactly. you. I'm just not attracted in this moment or some bullshit like, the type like that. To not be yeah. accountable. So then we had, we see Ben and Morgan get finally married Thank and God. that reception and all that shit. And he has a 30th birthday. So that was kind of cute. That was a cute moment. That was very the cute. The day after they had their, they had their wedding, they woke up. It was his birthday. She brought him some cupcakes. That was really cute. Very cute. I think they thought they were going to fuck that night. And it just didn't happen because they were tired. Because, again, yeah, yeah, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, when you have a wedding, there's no consummating at the it's end of the fucking like night. It's not like the TV. doesn't it's happen. It does not happen. You're fucking tired. You're exhausted. Like, we sat in the bed was like, good where'd night. that cake at? Yeah. We were like, <laughs> we were like <laughs> well, the cake. And then we we're like, good night. Good night. Go to sleep. Now, woke up in the morning. It was going, going down. But yeah, you're so fucking tired. So I can see why that didn't go down with them. Do you have any thoughts about them and their whole um, wedding? I think the wedding was cute, fine, blah, blah, blah. I think with them, after the fact, like getting to Puerto Vallarta, um, I think they're going to be in the friend zone. They seem more like homies, especially with the energy that Morgan puts down. She puts down big dick energy. I'm sorry. There's <laughs> nothing about her that says, damsel in distress. I want to be swept <laughs> off my feet. She gives, where's the strap on? I'm about to pick the shit out of you. <laughs> and Ben, I don't think, with his lovely mama's boy heart, will be able to take that energy long term. I think right now, they're just so happy to be in the situation yeah. since it was postponed. They're happy to be married. They're happy to be on the honeymoon. They're happy to be around each other because I do think that they like each other, but I think it's a friendship, homey vibe. That's what I get from them. Well, we, I think we come to find out that they actually do have sex mm -hmm. and he kind of does the bro thing and, and brags about it because that's next week's episode but the, the we'll preview for next week right yeah she was crying and like you betrayed my trust but even when they were doing their OTF when it was his birthday and he kind of mentioned that she was trying to you know trying to holler at him and she mentioned like oh my god he had a shirt off the whole night because mm -hmm. he has a nice body he works out so she kind of gave there was kind of a vibe like they possibly thought about it you know so we'll see we also had a situation where justin told alexis that he loved her Child. and she said nothing but laughter 
I mean, <laughs> after three days, what do you say? I don't think that it would have been genuine if she told him that she loved him back. And it probably would have... I think it was a nervousness behind it because it's like... Nervousness on who part? For, on him or her? No, on her part. It okay. was Once he told her that he loved her, I think it was like a, oh God, where do I go from here? Because where do you go from there after someone that you've only known for four days that you're married to tells you that they love you? Yeah. Um, I mean, I for her sake, I just hope that she gets into therapy soon. And this is why I think that she needs to. Because you can tell when she talks about him, whether it's directly to him or to the other girls, it's like an internal struggle. You can tell that she really genuinely likes him. But she's also at the same time fighting those feelings and doesn't want to really admit it. And when she does, it's kind of like she's gritting her teeth like, yeah, I'm falling for him. <laughs> um, it's like you can tell she's really a self-saboteur when it comes to relationships, which is why she's probably, which is why she has been proposed to three times, just in case you forgot, even though she brings it up every episode. Um, I think that she is going to be the reason this relationship either works or doesn't. But to touch on something you said of why she kind of grits her teeth and says, yeah, I'm falling for him. I believe because they were matched on the hinge or whatever after they were matched on that she passed him. Yeah. So cut two months later, now I'm married to you. Mm -hmm. So you were matched on this website who said like you guys are a match. You don't believe that because you see his photo and you're like, that's probably not my yeah, vibe. You me. know, it's not for me. You do this 579, 579 question questionnaire on the show and they match you with the same man. Girl, <laughs> the Lord, the universe, Jehovah, somebody's trying to tell you something. I think so. And so that's why you can tell she, I believe she does care for him and have an affection for him. But I feel like that's why she's having that pushback. She's like, I don't want. But it's like, th there's signs. Like, you have to just follow the signs. I get, don't tell them you love them the same way. But he is, I think that he just wants someone to love him. And he wants to be loving. He wants to be, because he's, he wants to be in something long term. Because he's been through so much. Or he's been judged by wh how he looks. And people just want to use him as a piece of meat. And he just genuinely wants a woman to be in his life and by his side. So I think the history that they had with the app, that's why he's like, yo, like I mastered you before. Now we in this like, and I mean, that's why I love you on the app. He was definitely attracted to her. He was into her and she wasn't into him. Right. So fast forward now, they're married. He feels like he struck gold. He's like, okay, what I wanted, I finally have. And it means that it was meant for me. So let me invest all of myself in this and give it 120%. That's the way he's looking at it, where that isn't the way that she's looking at it. Right. Because, I mean, that's an experience. Like, you match with somebody and then you go in this big situation of trying to find a mate. And... Yeah. You get the girl that you wanted. Like, of course, I'm going to think that. But, I mean, I will, we'll have to see how it shakes out with them. Um, I hope it works out. I mean, for his sake, because Jesus Christ, if it doesn't, he just, 
he may be on suicide watch. <laughs> we may have to just hide all the butter knives Not in his house. Not a 50 baby. Um, but the other couples were kind of a store. I didn't care about them. Yeah, it was kind of a... <laughs> the other two couples, they were there. and Stacia and Nate. Stasha and Stasia, Nate. Nate and... He filed for bankruptcy and magically his credit is fine now. Right. Not how that worked. Um, and the other couple, Lindy oh and... No. Oh, Lindy and Miguel. They're going to be spicy, not this episode. This episode, they took a break. They yeah. were, they're on hiatus, but next next week, baby, they're going to come with some shit. They're going to come with some shit. They're coming with it. So, moving from... Are you good with Married at First Sight? I, we could talk about the other married people that's married to medicine. Yes, yes. Moving on to Married to Medicine and the intervention of it all. All of it. So, Heavenly got an intervention from all of the other ladies it was headed up by contessa all of the ladies feel like heavenly over the past few months has been extremely reckless on her youtube channel where she does q a with fans and at some point heavenly has literally gone in on every woman on the cast no one has been spared not even dr jackie so what Contessa did was invited everyone over to her house into the movie room, unbeknownst to Heavenly. Heavenly think, thought it was just a regular movie night, so she comes over ready to watch some movies and eat some popcorn. Contessa pushes play on the monitor, <laughs> and it's a highlight reel of all of Heavenly's greatest hits on her YouTube channel going in on all the women. Now, do you think, husband that this was fair it was justified and do you think it was effective absolutely it was fair again i repeat absolutely it was fair i am team contessa as heavenly used to say call her her name contessa was it fair absolutely would i do it ten thousand percent was it effective? Yes, it was effective in my opinion. Because now, bitch, I'm telling you what the fuck you doing. Okay, <laughs> I'm I'm a, I'm gonna show you better. I can tell you type. I'm gonna show you better than I can tell you type of person. That's how I roll. What happened with this is heavily talk shit about every fucking woman on the cast. That she and does. for the years that they would they would do is heavily. You hurt my feelings. I'm sorry that I hurt you. I'm sorry. And then cut to the bitch do it again. Like, so you're not learning anything. And so we've having some falling out with different friend groups and mm -hmm. different people in the friend group. Sorry. So what really got me, the guy to me was this bitch is laughing while you're watching yourself on the screen and you're double down even more. So now I Quaz over there taking notes and shit. Oh yeah, she's <laughs> like for the Jackie's rebuttal. sitting there in the corner just looking all aka-ish, like, you know, I'm gonna keep it cute. I don't understand why some friends feel they have to trash you for them to feel better about themselves. Well, that's insecurity one-on-one. It is. And it boggles me that I'm supposed to be close to you. We having girl talk or what have you, what the situation is. Then some people who you don't know online ask questions and you give them a full wholehearted answer and or even dish on some shit that I've told you about. So yes, I'm calling you out to the stage because Contessa's like, this is not acceptable behavior. This is not a friend that I want in my life. Mm -hmm. You saw that me and my husband are going through some shit. Yes, it was on national television. My husband's getting fucking DMs of bitches titties and shit. So yes, 
everyone knows that's happening. You, as my friend, should try to be fucking protecting me, not telling the world that, you know, he does run me and he's doing X, Y, and Z and all this type of sort of thing. So, to sum up my thesis on team contested side all day, do it again and heavily can kick rocks and go to hell. I'm okay. bringing that back. Okay. Go straight to hell. All Just right. to the pit of it. Cause she she's foul. She's foul as fuck. Like she and I think because she grew up in the in the room in Miami, she and her, her sister was popular, and she her parents thought she was a smart one, so they isolated her in the room like Baby Jane and shit. <laughs> so so she thinks that okay, this is cute. I can I can do this to my friends. She's never been a real friend to people because you don't do that to your friends. I don't talk shit about you, and then you tell me I you hurt me by my words, and then I say I'm sorry, and then continue the behavior. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on fucking me. And I don't do that shit. So, how do you feel? So, for me, it's twofold. Um, I I agree that Heavenly needed to have her feet put to the fire because she has been inconsistent and very much so a hypocrite and a monster towards these women. But I don't feel like the way that they went about it was the best way um, for Contessa's and Heavenly Friendship because Contessa is clearly the one that's most affected by what Heavenly has been saying um, and how she conducts herself. I think for the sake of their friendship it would have been better if Contessa went to Heavenly 101 and Heavenly even said that. Heavenly said you waited five months of no communication to do this in front of the other women now, if you're if you're ganged up on and backed into a corner, you're not going to take in and digest anything what anyone has to say. You're just automatically going to go into defense mode, and that's what Heavenly did. For TV, this was great. Like for TV, it was this was like a masterpiece theater. But for their actual friendship, like if Contessa was genuinely wanting to fix that friendship and shed light on injustices that were taking place this wasn't the best means because like quad said they weren't trying to help heavenly they were trying to get heavenly and that's exactly what they did now if that's your intention you need to like g up and be like i got that bitch contessa literally abandons her own home locks herself in her room <laughs> takes off the wig Take and like cries like everyone else is just like roaming around her house they're like sitting on her <laughs> kitchen counters she locks herself in her room because she's just so distraught so my thing is if you seriously wanted a turnaround and wanted a resolve to kind of save this friendship then you should have gone about it another way but if you just wanted to get that bitch, which sounds like you would have done, <laughs> mm -hmm. then just stand by, you know, the messiness and the pomp and circumstance of the fake movie night and being like, well, she's got to learn somehow. Well, no, because it's not about getting the person, but it's about yes, you. It is. No, you, want, you, you know what you did. So I, all I'm doing is bringing the evidence to what the fuck you did. I'm bringing to light all this shit you said. I'm having my evidence here because Contessa is what? A doctor. But there's no so need she to knows. bring it to light if they've if they've done oh, no, no. It, they're so, aware no, that they some were people, doing it. No, some people need to be reminded of what the fuck that they did. So you have to tell these motherfuckers, hey, yo, this blue, 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 blue with the receipts. Contessa was like, fucking receipt, bitch, I'm going to give you a video reel. 
and I'm a chop bravo producer someone chop all that shit together and put it and that's what they did and so it's not about getting her it's about having holding you accountable for the shit that you say and when I hold you accountable to it you can either you know what I'm sorry you're right or Bitch, what you mean? You everybody knew what she see that right there tells me you're not hearing what the fuck I'm saying. We're, I don't get if, if it was five bitches in here or me and you one on one. I'm not calling you one on one because you did it publicly, so I'm gonna do it publicly. That's why, yeah, you did this on your social media platform. So yeah, we haven't talked for five months exactly. I'm gonna wait till filming starts again and I'm gonna bring this shit to the show. Fuck all that. So yeah, that's how I feel about it. Because you want to get her. Not about getting. It's about holding you accountable. It's not about getting you. No. It's holding you accountable the to the things that you said. That's all it is. <laughs> it's holding you accountable because you said it. All I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm pulling the mirror up to you. I'm, but the mirror is a, a video camera, and it's a, it's displayed on on ninety inches. Okay, that's so you the go mirror. on tip for tat. You believe in tip for tat? Absolutely. Huh? You say some shit. I'm bringing this shit back to you because if you if you can dish it and you felt that you had the gall to say something. That's what this issue I have with people. People have the gall that want to say shit to you, but get upset when you say some shit back to them. It's like, well, no one told you to say that to me, so I'm going to do the same exact thing to you. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the rule of thumb that I work with. So yes. <laughs> that's, how, that's how you abide. That I, that's by accountability. Accountability. If you don't, accountability. If you don't want it done to you, don't do it to no one else. But when well, you, you put stuff out there, just know... It's there, and you have to be held accountable for the shit that you say and do. Well, you know how I feel. What's good for the goose? It's good, for the, good for the gander, Hello. baby. Come on now. Boom. So. Well, that's pretty much all that's been happening the on. right now. Pay these bills. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you need to cool down. The little, oh, I'm fine. The, I'm fine. It's just blood I vessel hate, in your forehead is popping no, out. I just hate, pe- I hate people and friendships and things happen, and you have a falling out or what have you, and people say or do certain things, and it's like... Well, you need to be held accountable because you hurt my fucking feelings. If I tell you you hurt my feelings, you did something to hurt me, mm-hmm. and you continue with that, then fuck you, and I'm riding the fuck out. And if I get distance with you, then don't question why you acting brand new. No, bitch, I'm acting accordingly. That's the fuck I'm doing. So that's how I feel about it. So, yes. Yeah, so we're going to pay some bills right now, and we'll be back. Let's get into these housewives. All of them. All who of are we starting them. with? Um, I, I think we should start from the less and start and finish with the best. So we're going to start with Atlanta. <laughs> okay. Um, because honestly, over the past two weeks, I mean, it hasn't really been that much stirring around with those girls, other than little pocket fights and Marlo truly, truly trying to be the Garcelle of Atlanta and and produce and make content where there isn't really content. Okay. And she's starting fights with people, mainly Kenya, and picking fights with people to kind of get things stirred up and it's just falling flat. Um, the season... Like her hair? Exactly. The season isn't horrible. It's just... It's... If you could give it a great one through ten, what would you give it? Be honest. No, it's not a four. It's a fucking four. Like, <clears throat> there's besides Kimla, Kenya and Marlo, really, there's no ump to this. Again, I go to season nine. But I mean, that's a ten. You can't grade it against. 
I have to get to something. Like it's season this season, and I'm really surprised because Candy was like, "This is the best season." So I'm still waiting for that. I'm still waiting to see where is where where are the fashions? <laughs> where are the fashions? That's what I'm waiting for because you got Drew throwing dog bones and shit at, at in a cabin. You got Sheree. Uh, Doing this uh, singing out to a coochie and lying as yeah, yeah. Tyrone. Yeah, that's boring. That's that's trash. You know, that's I I would give that. the season a six because I think it's a hard reset. I think they're really treating this season, this new season, as if it is a first season of a franchise. And I feel like next season they're really going to get in their groove once they let a few people go, get a few other people. Um, I think it's on the right track. I definitely think that this season is leaps and bounds better than last season. That's why I can't give it a four because I think there has been some seasons that have been worse, like the Kim Field season. Like I would take him over oh. Drew Sador oh, no, and you're being, Sonya. Okay, you're being delusional. No, I'm being serious. Like at least Kenya moved the fucking chair. Like that was at least something. That, that was she, it. They that gave was her literally it. Drew threw a fucking bone, and your husband. Still has to give you answers about where the fuck he was in Miami. But we still laugh at her. She's I, a joke, I, I, but at least she's doing something. I, Sanya I'm tired of that is joke. The, a flop. Absolutely. Absolute flop. Sanya is so thirsty. Like, she literally it's wants true. to align herself with all the popular girls. And she's just, it's, it's, the thirst is real. I mean, Atlanta, hopefully this upcoming episode is something of substance um, that we can talk about next week, but I don't have anything. It's else. a chop for me. Yeah, it's it's a chop. Let Thank me. you for showing up to the ball. You've been chopped. So moving on to Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. So you're speaking of Marvel trying to be Garcelle. Garcelle, the, this season's MVP, By sits down R. with Erica at a beautiful place called Grandmaster Records or Recorders. Sorry. It's amazing. And so she sits there and Erica says that Sutton is a liability. And she tries to explain to Garcelle why she's a liability. Yeah. Which is very interest, interesting on her perspective, how she sees Sutton. She's like, you know, she does some things and, and tries to hide her hand when she throws a rock. But and like, she feels that Garcelle is constantly defending Sutton right. to the other girls. And Garcelle's like, that's my friend. Like, that's I'm a lawyer that's friend. What that's do. what you do. You do that to your friends. <laughs> Sorry, Eric, you've never had that. You know, yeah. Mikey's there for the paycheck girl. Like he's not really. FYI. If the paycheck goes away, Mikey's not showing yeah. up to your yeah. house. And like, my boy, just saying. So it's interesting to see that conversation happen with them, and Eric really kind of driving that in. Like she's liability. Mm. Just be careful with your friends. She's trying to warn her. It's like, okay, that's kind of left field. So, of course, Garcelle, but of course, Garcelle is, is going to go back and tell her girl. But I love what she did, which we will talk about later on. But we come to find out two ladies, two or three, have COVID. I yeah, know Kyle, a few of them. Diana, and someone. Three. I think the only Crystal. ones who hasn't caught COVID, as we see in their season, is Dorit and Kathy. But the biggest thing takeaway from this was they Rena decides to have a wine tasting at her house because she's now having um, Rena Rosé. Yeah, that came up last uh, 2018. She came up with the idea. 
So they go to Rena's house and there's a group discussion and they they're doing the wine tasting and they're having some cocktails. So it got this this is what happened. That's why I got so fucking messy. I just thought about it right now. She started with cocktails and then wine. Yeah. It was like cocktail, wine, cocktail, wine. Yes. Yes. That's why bitches were fucked up. Okay. Yes, they were. So they got fucked up and they it, everything was very light and breezy at first and, and very fun. Kiki was there. Um, and the girls came together. But Garcelle, being Garcelle, she goes to Sutton and whispers, Hey, Erica said that you were a liability um, as a friend to me. So I'm going to go ask her what that was about. <laughs> <laughs> Even though Erica told her this information probably days prior Before. to this right. sit down. But Garcelle was like, hey, I'll BRB. Be right back. <laughs> um, so she pulls Erica to the side, um, kind of asks Erica again, like, hey, what did you mean about that when you brought it up the other night? And Erica continues to explain how she feels that Garcelle constantly, you know, defends Sutton whenever Sutton puts her foot in her mouth with the other ladies and it kind of makes the other ladies guard themselves around Garcelle and not want to necessarily open up too much around her because they feel, you know, that she's so aligned with Sutton. Right. Garcelle's like, well, that's not the case. They seemingly squash it right there in that moment. Did they, though? And come to an agreement that, you know, they don't agree, but they agree to disagree. Right. They leave it at that. It's pleasant. Soon as they sit down, boom, Sutton. I don't understand why you think that I'm a liability <laughs> to my friends. Literally says that to Erica. Boom, starts the shit. Here's the shit go. Here's the shit go. Um, Erica clearly and calmly tells her exactly what she told Garcelle, which I was shocked about. Um, and somehow Lisa. Why Rina, were you shocked? Well. Because lately, it recently, when it comes to the interactions with Erica and Sutton, Erica always leans more towards the side of intimidation and being overbearing and overpowering the situation. Okay. But she was very calm. She wasn't heated. She didn't even raise her voice. Because she, she only had one glass of wine. That's why. The, and she was on pills. <laughs> right. She had chamomile tea all She was night. very sedated. So that's why I mean when I was I, I was surprised with her delivery. Um, so of course her and Sutton have their back and forth and Lisa Renna interjects herself in because that's what Lisa Renna does. Because she has nothing else. She has no leg to stand on. So I think my, my take from this was what I love Garcelle being like, listen, Hey, bitch. Hey, I'm about to go sudden. Uh, Eric, which I love. Okay, let me back up a little bit. Who the, the dying bastard kicking in, y'all. So, what I love about Garcelle is mm. she didn't tell Sutton like a week prior. She told her basically there at Rena's house 20 minutes before she goes talk to Gar uh, Erica like, hey, bitch, this whole said you a liability. Let me go find out why she said that. Sutton's like, wait, what happened? I'll be right back. And so I love, so there was no conversation. So you can't say, well, we plotted. No, I just told her right now in this moment while we all here. So I love that she did that. I think Erica, 
Erica just Erica goes with the wind. I think she just doesn't I think she just does not care for Sutton and she's shook by her because Sutton questioned a lot of shit that kind of Oh yeah. That she wasn't right. Sutton doesn't go along to get along. She She'll doesn't. And Sutton's really the questions smart. Everyone else is thinking. And I think also these these women are shaking because Sutton has the bag that they want. Like Sutton divorce decree came and she got that settlement and she got her money. And I really feel that Erica and Renna are jealous of her. I really do. Oh, especially Renna. I think. Oh, of course. Renna played her. She played all her cards this season when she got so rattled when the topic came to being able to afford a table and not being able to afford a table. And I think the reason why she is so plucked and why she stays so busy and why she's on QBC and she sells dusters and she sells diapers is because <laughs> not the diapers, Chuck. there was a moment in time where she probably was struggling right. and it was embarrassing for her to be a, you know, a soap actress, someone that was very hot in the nineties to be struggling for a moment in time. That's not her story now anymore. Right. But for a moment it was, and you can tell that is such a trigger for her when Sutton brought up, honey, you didn't pay for the table. You've been mooching. <laughs> you and your husband have been scamming to come to this event. And it, she didn't get a thank you. That's, that's what it was. She didn't get a thank you from them also, right? And Yes. And it's such a trigger for Lisa. She said that Sutton humiliated herself when in the reality, Lisa was the one humiliated by this being brought to light. Right. Because again, this is, I feel, something that she has struggled with internally that she now she didn't want this to come out amongst this group. And I think that's the biggest issue because there's so many established, successful women, mm -hmm. Sutton being one of them, that are beyond Lisa's scope. I think Lisa is mad that Sutton has more than she does and has literally had to work a fraction of what Lisa that's has had right. to work. And also the fact that Lisa said there was sudden they went to a lunch and they had lunch and so sudden apologized again mm -hmm. for the watch what happened with brand uh, what watch what happens live with uh andy um on bravo about saying well you know i had a table for them and i never got a thank you from them you know she apologized for that so it seemingly seemed like okay lisa was over it she accepted the apology because she told her i felt like torturing you like i like who says that to a person like and think it's cute yeah like i you know it's time that i like you it's, it's time that i want to just torture you because of you know you say nasty things or you or you embarrass me and you it, and so in her house she tells son to get the fuck out of my house baby let me tell you something friends out there you listening you tell me or my husband to get the fuck out your house don't ever think we're talking to you again. Like, yeah, that that's a, not that's, gonna happen. That's a line. That's that. that yeah, that's baby. Let me say when she said that, sounded like, oh, for real. Yeah. And then she she changed her verbiage after that. It was like, if you're gonna if you're gonna talk to me like that, but the fact that you felt so comfortable, but again, she was drunk. She had the cocktails and the wine mm -hmm. and all this thing. She's like, you know, fuck you, sudden and this and that. And I felt that she just. Lisa was a wild Kenny at that time. She was just didn't know where to go. She was 
like you said, inebriated, which is fine. That's all great. But she's trying to pick at something like a scab, but there's nothing to pick at because you're just mad that she told the truth. She said, I need to thank you from you and Harry. And you did it. And they thought that that was a, a pawn um, because what she did to Garcelle. And so Sutter was covered for a friend. And that wasn't the case. Sutter was like, no, I'm just saying like, because the Lisa Renner was saying when Harry made the sauce, she never got a thank you from Garcelle. Mm-hmm. That's how it all started. The whole thank you thing. So that's when Andy asked the question. Sutter was like, well, I had the table and yeah. they had the table and I never got a thank you from them. So what? Like, Sauce table is still a thank you that yeah. never happened. So I believe Garcelle and Southern relationship is really real. It's a true connection. They they vibe on different things. But can we talk about the the moment the still the moment stiller? Who is Cherie? Listen, look, they would be <laughs> like, Bravo would be absolutely crazy. Crazy not to give this woman a diamond next season because she literally feels and she clocks in when anyone calls out sick. She, All but day. she she meshes so well and it's so seamless. Right. And it I think that what she will bring because right now the show is kind of on the precipice of being in toxic territory where the lines are going to. Like if they continue the way they are now, well, the lines fine. will they're be to, to the, their track. lines. The lines will be drawn in the sand, and it will be two completely separate fractions. And you can't really sustain. This is what happened to New York back in the day, uh, okay. the New York franchise, where it it got so toxic. Where and or Bravo, literally, this was when Jill Zarin was fired. Like literally, like Four Housewives got fired. Oh wow! And they brought in an entire because it. It was so us versus them. And I feel like if a wrench isn't thrown into this, like some lightness isn't thrown into this, um, a voice of reason, because if you think about it, this show doesn't have a voice of reason anymore. Garcelle no, is no Garcelle longer that voice of reason. She used to be the voice, and now she's, she's, she's no longer up. that. Yeah. She stepped up. She's a producer now. She literally is on Kyle level. Mm-hmm. So this show needs a voice of reason, and I think Cherie would be that beautifully because she gets along with everyone. She still has an alignment with Garcelle, of course, but she's that voice that can talk and laugh. Literally every scene with Cherie, she's laughing. People are laughing with her. I think... I think this franchise definitely needs that because it, it, they've had it with Eileen. They had like they right. consistently had it, and I don't think that this show can go without it. But see, the issue I have is everyone else have each other back. Cal is loyal to Cal is loyal to Erica Arena. They're loyal to Cal and Dorit. Like they have that four lines. Why can't? Why is there issue with Garcelle being Lord of the Sutton? Like, you guys have them all day. You guys stick up for them every fucking time something happens. And Cal will give her some slack. Give her some grace. And Garcelle's like, no, fuck that. You give her some grace. Like, I don't need to give her grace. She to wants to fuck one of my sons and tell my other son to fuck off. Like, what's, I only got one son. Like, what the fuck you going to do to him? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like... So they talk from two sides of their mouth. Like, <laughs> what is she gonna do with my one? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> seriously, one you want to fuck, one you told fuck off. What are you gonna do with the third one? Yeah. And to me, he's like the cute one. Like the little, like he's so cute. Like right now, but I I think regardless of who has Sutton back, 
it's again just the fact that it's Sutton. It could be a fucking rock. But that's what I'm saying. Like, how is it the the fact they're okay to have each other's back or to go to go to the ends of the earth for that person, but other people can't do that for no one else. Like, how are and I hate people like that. Like, oh, it's okay for you to do shit, but when someone else do it, it fucks you up because you feel like you're out of power. You're you're not in control. You're not in the. You're not holding your rank anymore. That's what I feel like it, it, it gives that. And so that's just bothersome to me because it's like, no, fuck that. Like, we all here on the same show. And if you have the lines with this person or that person, that's fine. But just know, like, if I ride with this person and you don't fuck with, that's cool. Because I feel like what they did also in this episode we didn't talk about, they talk about Crystal's eating disorder. Mm-hmm. And they kind of make, not make like make fun of or or dissect it in a way that's really ugly. When I say Crystal ugly, is not there. Crystal's not there. She's not pregnant. She has COVID. And they're dissecting, well, does she, oh, she, does she purge? Does she do this? Well, she needs help. Like, she's been doing this for so long. And Garcella said, it's like, well, she's not here. She's not here. Like, so maybe you want to ask her this, but you're, you guys say, oh, she needs treatment. Now, this bitch, Erica, don't fucking build on the fucking boat talking about pissing on bitches and shit. And no one's saying she needs treatment. Only one person was her. But if you say Erica is out of hand, oh, that's too much. But Crystal needs to go to a fucking treatment right now, right? Because mm-hmm. she's talking about uh, eating disorder. She's on Instagram talking about it. You see what I'm saying? You see the, how the... No, I see exactly what... How you, they're so contradictory. Like I see what you're saying. But what it is, is it's seniors versus sophomores. They feel like they've been... Okay. Because they've been on the show longer. And they're so used to being a certain way and the show being ran a certain way they're having a problem now that these new girls are coming in with such strong opinions and an alliance and it's fucking them up because they're so used to being they're so used to being you know the HBICs, the mean girls, the Regina George okay. and them wearing pink and shit on Wednesday. Was it Wednesday or Thursday? One of the days. But Garcelle Wait, and... Wait, are we going to lose a gay car? I think it was Wednesdays. Which is what I said. Okay. Um, <laughs> Garcelle and Sutton, they come in saying, we don't need your fucking click. We're fine with what we got. And it really fucks them up. I think more so than anything, aside from the jealousy with Sutton, Erica, Kyle, Lisa, and Dreek, they just want to be accepted. But on their terms. No. <laughs> they want to be accepted by Garcelle and Sutton, but on their own terms. Like, why right. can't you be like us? Why can't you be bitches like us? Like, no, why do that. you ask questions when things are questionable? Why do you, you know, try and hold us accountable when we say inconsistent things? Right. It is very much so us versus you guys. But mm-hmm. they just really want, at the end of the day, everyone to be in the same accord like to they be plastics want, yes they want them to wear pink on wednesdays and shut the fuck up um and that's just not how sutton is because she's just so awkward and quirky and that's just not how garcelle is programmed at all at all and, and I, also crystal crystal's not cut from that cloth mm, i think crystal i think no i think crystal would crystal like had 14 pink. friends drop her ass she's not cut from that cloth like no. crystal's like listen let me get in where i fit in and she wants to fit i personally feel crystal wants to at the end of the day to fit in with the the pink the plastic but i think after this episode and what oh, yeah. when the information gets back I to hope. her like 
these bitches were talking about you need to be in treatment. Like you need help right now because you're on IG and you're talking about this and my daughter went through this and that X, Y, Z. Chris, Chris is going to be like, wait a minute. So why am I top of, of discussion? Like you should be supporting me. Like, again, why are you tearing your friend down? She's having a serious situation of eating disorder. They're like, well, is she's purging. Oh, she's bulimia. Like they were going ham on this topic. Let that have been one of them talking about they did the same shit with Erica. Erica fucking wants to fucking throw missiles and shit at bitches, but you know. <laughs> or what? <laughs> or what? Or what? what? Looking like Duncan. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, our baby. But yeah, so you but know. Yeah. I I can't I, wait for next week. I can't wait for next week. Um, we'll be back to give you our opinions next week all about day. what goes down all day. You ready to transition into? Listen, we have a winner of RuPaul Drag Race Queens of All Queens. Yes, and I'm sure everyone has seen it by now. But if you haven't, spoiler alert: we're spoiler about to tell alert. you who won and fucking talk about it. Girl, exactly for Zoe. real. Exactly. <laughs> That's our baby girl, oh, Zoe. So, Zoe. Zoe hasn't seen it, so we're going to let her watch it really quick. <laughs> we're going to let her watch it to see the winner. She's and fine. She, 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 I think she remember who, who saw it, who won. Okay, so the winner was Jinx. How do you feel about that? No. Okay, so first, it was a lip sync Lollapurusa. We'll talk about the main lip sync. It was first Jinx versus Shea Coulee. Well, Shay should have won that one. Shay should have won. That's the yes. consistent consensus across the internet, I feel. Okay. Um, but even going into the lip sync, as soon as the wheel went to Shay after it went to Jinx, you could see on Shay's face, she was like, well, shit. I'm not winning it. <laughs> well, shit. <laughs> right. A bitch who won four, four challenges? Yes. Yeah, who was a clear front run after the fourth a challenge? Favorite. A clear like, favorite, of, 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 of Rue favorite, yes. I would feel because not a fan favorite. I don't think she's a no, fan she's favorite. a fan favorite. You think so? Absolutely. She had the most. Um, oh, did she, she had the most like Instagram or Instagram hashtags. and Twitter hashtags. Jinx had the most by far. Oh. Um, but Just you weird. know, I think I think where the disjointedness happened was. Ending it on a lip sync Lollapurusa because right. if you ended on a lip sync Lollapurusa, you go into it thinking based on previous seasons, whoever wins the lip syncs is the winner. Is the winner, but Rue put the caveat at the end. <laughs> I base this on the lip sync and, and the, the whole season and the whole season. <laughs> Because Bro, you, have to, a gag for the bitches. you have to justify why you're picking the person you want to win. Exactly. Um, I think it should have been, I don't know. I don't know what it should have been. It just shouldn't have been a lip sync Lala Perusa because Jinx is not a lip syncer. No. Um, she, I feel, lost both of the lip syncs that she went. So Rue chooses uh, Jinx over Shay. Um, and it comes down to Shay and, or not Shay, but Jinx and Monet Monet Exchange. Because she now, wins her lip sync with Trinity. As we all knew that she would. Like, right. let's be honest. Well, no, Trinity, to Trinity's credit, Trinity, Trinity the Tuck did an amazing, an amazing job. The whole season, she did an amazing she, job. Oh, yeah, and she, she did what she season. does in the lip sync. It just so happened, baby, Monet Exchange, 
showed up for work. No, listen. She clocked the fuck in. If you know me, you know I am not the biggest Monet Exchange fan. It's just the pussycat wigs I can't deal with. <laughs> the strong jaw and the pussycat wigs just throw me off. I she don't still looks illusion. like a man in drag. Yeah, she, like, I just she don't. Doesn't get, there's no illusion. I don't buy that illusion. Right. She looks like a man in, a, in drag. Absolutely. In it's a like drag. me being in drag, y'all. Like, if y'all saw me with a wig on, shave my bit, like, it would be me in drag. Like, yeah. that's a man. Yes, that's that's the a broad man. shoulders, yeah. the big boo like that's a man. That's a, that's There's a no man illusion. Word. There's no pussy here. But listen, she came alive that last lip sync between oh her and God. Jinx. I I did not want her in the top four. I did not want her in the top two. But after that lip sync, I was like, she has she she won. She, she has to be won. she has to be picked. Um, because it was electric. She came alive. I was buying everything that she was selling in that moment. But, of course, at the end of the day, Mama Rue said, I'm going to go with what I want. <laughs> so there's a caveat here. Yeah, Rue said, mm, like, good try, but, but Jinx, no. you're the winner. Now, I'm not upset because, again, Jinx fucking killed the entire season. You cannot take that away from Jinx. I, I have to kind of argue against that because, again, I felt that there was some times there was at least once, maybe two, twice, Jinx shouldn't have won over Shea Coulee. And not saying that I'm, you know... Are you saying throughout the season or the last lip sync? It was... No. Well, the last lip sync obviously shouldn't have won over Shea. But... Also, there were challenges I th where Shay just outperformed Jeans, I feel, and they gave it to Jeans, and even on runways. And so it was just kind of culture to and and cater. I said cater. Cater, yes, thank you. Jinx. Cater for Jinx to oh, kind of win. And I hate that. Because to me, Jinx is not the best queen of all queens. Like, you're a funny girl, you cute, but she's not like the best queen of all queens to me. I'm sorry, she's not that. So, I mean, it's, and we've seen her, are there roasts? We've seen her live perform, but there's other girls who are better than you. But, you know, Ruth's choice is his show, and congratulations, Jinx. You know, you can, you can now say, that you are the top bitch of all the bitches from RuPaul Drag Race. Until the next season of All Winners, which I would be here for. Um, I would love to see who they pick for that. I mean, it's not that many bitches left. It would be, well, I mean, if you factor in international, which I don't, I'm sure that they will. Yeah, but watch. Besides no, UK. we literally just saw Canada, the first season of Canada. Yeah, UK, we saw that. And the UK. Yeah. Oh, we watched Thailand. Oh, Thailand. We need to get back into Thailand. We need to get back into Thailand. Music! 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 <laughs> um, but for the next one, I would like to see a Bob the Drag Queen. I would like to see... Really? Why Bob? Bob is hilarious. I think Bob is Bob going is to... funny, but she's not a performing girl. She's not, but I feel like she's going to be the, the, the fill-in for Jinx. She's going to be what Jinx is this season. She's going to bring the comedy, the acting challenge. She's going to kill at Snatch Game. Literally everything that Jinx personified in this season of all winners, Bob will fit the exact same archetype in the next iteration of it. I want to see, you know what? 
Bring back Tyra Sanchez, damn Please. it. Please. Like, bring She's back problematic. a classic motherfucker. She's like, problematic. She's slightly crazy. Yes. But if you just Delusional. give her all the medication she needs, she'll be okay. I feel like, okay, so Jinx, let's, again, this is why we feel it's rigged or it was oh, yeah, already orchestrated yeah. to have Jinx win. The song that they did the lip sync to was Katy Perry's Swish Swish. Featuring Nicki Minaj. Yes. Monet ate that. Monet was like, I am Katy Perry. Oh, no. And the thing is, the crazy part is they tried to edit around how good Monet was. And it didn't work. If you notice, they barely show Monet during the rap part. Now, if you're going to show Monet, it's going to be the rap part. Right. They show Jinx kind of skipping around while Monet knows every single she word. She knows her words. They tried their best to edit around it, but they they couldn't. It was still like, oh, clearly Monet won this lip sync. Yes. So Rue in post-production had to go in and add, it's based off the lip sync and the season. <laughs> and the entire to make season. It, to make it make sense yes. for the viewer. So we wouldn't feel like, wait, what? Are we in the upside down? Right, because I wonder how the clubs went up. I wonder if the clubs, if it was uh, upset or if they went crazy because of Jean. I mean, Monet is over here doing the whole, you know, flossing dance and everything. So I just wonder how the clubs went up with it. But, you know, congratulations, Jinx. Girl, nothing take it from you. you remember, nothing you did all. that. Yeah. You did your thing. You are the queen of all queens. So congratulations. You won $200,000. You now have this title and you can buy better wigs and better outfits i'm sorry she or let me not say that all right yeah so (laughs) i think we've covered everything husband i think we did i think we made up for not having an episode last week or at least i hope that we did you guys let us know in the comments on instagram Give us five stars. Leave us right. some reviews. Review, review, review. And, you know, again, this was probably about an hour, 30-minute episode. But, hey, you missed last week. so It makes up for next week. It for makes up week. for it. Definitely. We promise next week will be an hour or hour 15 and some change. But, you know, like always, you guys, thank you so much. You guys have given us an hour. And we appreciate that. You have 23 hours to be kind to yourself. Mm-hmm. Be nice. Um, stay healthy, stay safe out there. Stay if you aware. can get the vaccination for the monkeypox, please do so. All queer men, trans men, please get the vaccination. Male to, male to female, you guys. Um, it's really hitting our, our community really rapidly. Disproportionately affecting yes. us. So please be safe, cautious, and aware. If you do still go out, keep your distance. If you are feeling sick, if you are noticing any pimples or anything, stay home. Rash is right. Yeah. You know, we all love a good bathhouse and different things, but <laughs> sex parties, but hey, you know, stay away. Heterosexual people, you know, um, it can affect you as well. So don't just think that this is just a queer gay situation disease virus that's happening right now everyone can be affected by this so if we all stay protected um we all can stay safe so again we thank you for giving us an hour you have 23 hours to be kind to yourself so love life and we will see you guys next week bye friends bye friends today's episode of oh that's my gay friend is brought to you by the letter a hey listen 
did y'all really think we were going to teach you guys something? <laughs> this podcast is just to have a kiki with my husband. Tune in next Friday for an all-new episode of Oh, That's My Gay Friend. Follow us on Instagram at Oh, That's My Gay Friend or email us your questions at Oh, That's My Gay Friend at gmail.com. Until then, see you next time, friends. <laughs>